Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello and welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. Considering the current climate, we're taking a break in our normal programming to bring you a series of Facebook Lives that Re has conducted during this challenging time. If you find yourself needing support, please reach out to us. You can find a great deal of resources at Regold's Dance Life on Facebook, and you can also get in touch with us there. We're thinking of all of our dance studio owners and dance teachers during this difficult time. Please let us know if there's anything further we can do to assist you. And now to the Facebook Live with Re. We are live. Hello, dance teacher, friends, studio owners. I am uh, thrilled to be able to share with you some information from three different studio owners from across, well, right now the Northeast. As this week goes on, I hope to speak with teachers from all over the country. Um, first, I want to tell you who's with us. We have Tammy Bullduck. Uh, Tammy, welcome. Tell everybody where your school is, please. Thank you. Um, my school is in Danvers, Massachusetts. It's about 30 minutes north of Boston. And uh, Ashley and Chris, where are you guys located? Uh, we're located in Wilmington, Delaware, about a uh, half hour, 45 minutes south of Philadelphia. Okay. And Melissa, I know where you are because we're in the same town. How cool is that? Hello. Hello. Uh, tell everybody the name of your school and where you are. So mine is Art in Motion Academy of Dance, and I'm in Norton, Mass., the same town as Dance Life Retreat Center. How cool is that? I'm happy to have all three of you here. Thank you for making the time. I know you're kind of in a crazy time trying to keep everything running. Thank you. Uh, um, honestly, I, I, I know we want to talk business here, but I'm a guy who gets lots of emails from dance teachers and calls and uh, messages. And a lot of people are having high anxiety over this whole situation. Uh, we're forced to be in a place that we never anticipated a couple of weeks ago. How are you dealing with this. Tammy, I'd like to start with you. Um, well, it's a trying time. Um, I'm tired. But we quickly acted to put a plan in place. And at about quarter of three, I started panicking a little bit today because three teachers would be going live at 3.30. And I didn't know what that would look like if you know, technology would work and, and it did. And I was a rock all weekend, just making my plan until 3.40 today when I saw on Facebook that three teachers were live and then I kind of let it go for a minute, lost it, got it back and, and now I'm good. So I just needed that to know it was gonna work. And uh, did you pull a team together to help you to make this work? Oh, yes. Yep. So on Friday morning, I had decided that I was going to close on Monday, which was today. Um, then Friday afternoon, we have 17 classes on Friday afternoons. So we're very busy on Fridays. And we might have had 30 kids total. So I said, okay, it's time. So I canceled um, for Saturday. 
and then met with my staff on Saturday throughout the day. We came up with a plan. We started putting ideas together, um, kind of worked through that again yesterday. Although we weren't together then, we worked through it and then we made it go live. Okay, we're gonna talk more, but I wanted to hear that part from you. Mm -hmm. Ashley and Chris, how are you handling it? Um, right now, I'm honestly so overwhelmed that I don't even know if I'm stressed. I'm just going through the motions and just trying to make it to the next hour, both as a mom and as a businesswoman. So, I mean, we're just trucking along, I guess, kind of same as everybody else emotionally. Yeah, I think that's what's most amazing about this whole situation is not only is it a, it's not even a day-to-day -day situation now, it's an hour-to-hour -hour situation. So you need to be very fluid and be adapting to the situation and uh, just going with what you think is best for not only the your families, but also for your staff and uh, what's best for the business. And your own health and yourselves as well. I want to add that to this. Um, Melissa, how are you dealing with it? Hello. Um, it's very overwhelming. Uh, but I guess when you are the owner and you have your staff that are relying on you, you have to kind of want, obviously, them to feel as confident in believing in you. So, you know, you're going to have to, as much as it's very trying, um, you have to just work together as a team. Um, and before I've made any decisions, I have, you know, relied on them for their opinion and thoughts before, you know, we've been we're back and forth for many, many days. Um, we were going to try to stay open. Um, as of Saturday, we were going to stay open trying to do like an every other day and kind of alleviate our schedule a little bit. I was talking um, to you about that. I actually thought that was a pretty good idea. Every other week, a different it seemed like it was going to work and then just I woke up Sunday morning and I was like that's it we have to close and um, so we're still in the process this is obviously um, Monday but we did send out our letter yesterday and email that we were going to close but we are taking it after speaking with you and I think that is the best advice is that we are taking it just week by week so I'm um, trying to just stay in the moment and you know like I said everything's changing. Okay, I, I, I love that you segued into that week by week thing. Um, this is what I'm trying to say to all dance studio owners at this point, because I, I, I uh, think it's really important. Two weeks is really what should be on your minds. If people are asking you about recital and refunds and all of that, Right now, you say we are working to keep classes going and we're transitioning to virtual classes. And you make that happen. And then you start to deal with these other things that are going to be affected. But the objective is to keep your school rolling as best as you can and set that foundation up. And most people will understand that you're working really hard to keep their kids going and keep a community and keep a, a sense of normalcy for their children. Do a good job at that. Figure that out and worry about the recital and the other things later. Okay, with that said, um, what I thought was really interesting, we were talking before was that when I asked 
you all how you were reaching your students, all three are doing it three different ways, which I think is great. Um, I'm gonna start with Tammy. What are you doing to do your virtual classes as of today? Okay, so I decided to make a private Facebook page um, and on Saturday sent the link to that page to all of my clients. At this point, we don't have 100% of them on the page. And I don't exactly know why that is. If, they're, if they don't use Facebook or they're choosing not to log in, I don't know. So, so I decided that most things would go live on the Facebook page. I also gave teachers the option to record it and post it at the regularly scheduled class time. We have 97 classes a week. And right now, the way our day looks is we are holding all of our classes on their regularly scheduled day and time, whether it be Facebook Live, a recording that's released at their class time, or a Zoom conference with their teacher personally. So, but on top of that, I felt like it was important to do more than expected. So we actually have a daily schedule. At 8.30, we have an adult fitness class um, that goes live with um, cardio and overall body. At 9.30, we have ballet basics with one of our teachers. So she did today, she talked about posture. Tomorrow, she's talking about um, the eight directions of the body. At one o'clock, we have lunch bunch learning where one of our teachers who is also a school teacher did, um, she read a story. She talked about the theme of the story. She did math facts. She taught, she explained how to find area and perimeter. So <laughs> we're like doing all these things. And then from 3.30 to nine is our regularly, regularly scheduled classes. And at nine o'clock we have late nights with Lauren, who is one of our alumni and she is living in New York and auditioning daily and working in the industry. So she's doing question and answers. Okay. That's as, our day. As we say <laughs> in New England, that was wicked good. Okay. <laughs> I, well, what I want to say about that is I think the key is giving your clientele a little more than they expect, okay? And maybe other kids in their household can take this class and they can put their five children in front of a TV and keep them occupied because of, or a computer, uh, because of the classes that you've created. It's really been great. I think we're going to miss it when we go back to real life. Like, well, you might not say that because I think it's going to be a little bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I don't mean that. I don't want to scare no, you. No, I, I just... know. I know. Well, for now, we have a plan. Yes. Okay. Uh, what are you using, Ashley and Chris? And show everybody that computer you no. showed me. Well, of course, yeah. they just, the class just ended, Ree. Oh. Um, but Anna Marie is going to be doing an adult tap class soon. So, um, we started with the band app, none of them that I'm familiar with. Um, we tried that on Friday, at which point we were still open um, and had anticipated to be open. Um, but we wanted to give people watch from home if you don't want to be here. 
So it was on them. Um, but what we felt we were lacking was a two-way communication. And I felt like if I wanted to still collect tuition and I wanted to still pretend like everything was normal, I needed to be able to have that normalcy and that communication. So um, this guy was all week saying, I think you might want to get it together sooner rather than later. So uh, coming up with a plan. <laughs> coming right. up with a plan. Gotta come up with a plan. So and hopefully don't have to use go it. use go use use the plan, but let's come up with one. Yes. So so we decided to go with Zoom after kind of talking with our teachers um, and some of our teachers work other places. So we've all been kind of banding together. Um, today was the first day that we went live. I've been in the rooms. What we did was have. Um, there's one plan where you can get a steady ID number. Um, so we assigned that ID number to each one of our studios and gave that password and that login to all faculty. So they log in to their like room at the scheduled time similarly so that we're holding regular classes. Um, I cannot say we have our day uh, as squared away as Tammy over there. Um, but on Facebook, we're also utilizing that to, um, there was like a toddler time this morning where there was a book and try to engage them. And then, um, I've been popping on and doing, um, like studio challenges, whether it's for past present students, or, um, I reached out to a local community page and said, come join us. Uh, we're open, you know, virtually and, you know, join our dance family and, you know, try to make the best of a bad situation, I guess, to capitalize the best you can, make it better. Maybe we'll get a few people out of it. I don't know. We've also encouraged some other kids that might be interested in different styles to join in on that virtual class to see if it's of interest to you. Um, you know, like Ashley said, we are encouraging, um, you know, any friends you might have that might be interested in dance, have them come join us for a half hour, an hour. I think a lot of the parents are appreciative of the efforts that not only our studio at Anna Marie Dance Studio is putting together for them, but all studios that are going to this virtual aspect, considering these kids are cooped up in a house all day long and also in the hair of those parents where they can say, hey, go ahead and enjoy your dance class. And by the way, we've been getting feedback tonight just saying it's nice for these kids to have some normalcy back into their lives because they're being able to interact with some of the friends that they have, whether it be virtual or not, they're still seeing the teachers and hearing their voices. So that's been really nice uh, feedback we've been hearing from some parents. Excellent. Uh, and you are making dance that normalcy for them. That's the Darn. way to do it. How cool is that? Uh, Melissa, what are you using? Yes. We are using onestream.live. Um, so we actually, this we, I just met with my staff right before um, coming on live with you. Um, so we are testing it out tomorrow. So we have not gone um, live yet. We have not used this, but um, we've been testing it out. Um, same thing. We created a private um, members only page. We do have a Facebook page currently, but it, this is strictly just for current members of the studio. Um, my husband also set up on our website some virtual dance classes that we can send them a link. So those parents that aren't on Facebook will be able to get a login so they can actually watch the classes as well. Hang on one second. I am sorry about that, but who's trying to bring up the screen that we're live on and it 
Okay, go ahead, Melissa. Um, so the thing with OneStream.Live, so we can record from our phone and then we can send it. So the staff will all have the same login and everything will be um, under that one email address and we can schedule the classes. So at the studio, we have th three dance rooms, but we can schedule at any point throughout the day when we want something to go live. It's not gonna actually be live, but it's gonna appear live to them. So we're gonna try that out and hopefully that will work. And how are your faculty feeling about all of this uh, disruption to normalcy? Are they into this with you? And also, how did you maneuver to get them all to be a part of the team? How'd you pull that off? I think my staff has been with me for so long. This is our 19th season, and I feel like I've all, always have made them feel as if this was ours. And I've always made them part of every decision and we're very close. And so I truly feel like we are a family. Um, so, you know, obviously before I made any decisions on anything, I talked to them and reached out and got their feedback and we went back and forth for days. Um, and I, I think they're so invested in this too. And I think that they have the best interest at heart that they wanna see us get through this. And again, we're all in this together. And, um, you know, as difficult as it is, it's, you know, it's happening right in front of our, our eyes so quickly. And, you know, having groups like this and being able to talk to other studios, whether it's from town or from a different state, um, and realize that everybody is going through this together, it is a little bit more comforting um, to know that, you know, we have each other. And, you know, I said to somebody today, it's not going to rain forever. So um, we will get through it. It's going to be trying. Um, certainly, but, um, you know, I, I'm confident that I have built a reputable studio that as long as I can feel as if they're still, we're giving them something, I'm pretty confident that we'll be able to uh, see the end. Um, Melissa, to give you a little pat on the back, uh, you're giving them more than something. And the effort is something that they will really appreciate. I lost your camera there for a minute, but. Thank you. Pat yourself on the back. Everybody who's pulling this off needs to pat themselves on the back. And I can see, Ashley, you look like you have been working really hard over the last <laughs> few days. Because <laughs> I know you. I see you a lot. Everybody needs to realize that these are the times in our lives that come only once in a while where this is like, okay, we got to pull up our bootstraps, we got to use our smarts, our experience, and this is not a thing that we just heard three different ways of people communicating. There's no right way, there's no wrong way. The objective is to figure it out and keep going and be that person that everybody looks up to and says, wow, look at them. They're pulling this off. Um, this is something I want you guys to give me an opinion on, and it's totally a different topic. I keep hearing people when I do these talks with teachers or put out this information, what about the small schools? And I'm frustrated because this is my answer, but I wanna hear if you guys have any input to this. A smaller school means that I can reach my community even easier. It's not, 
it's not a reason not to try to keep going. To me, you need to keep going big school, small school. <laughs> I don't care what kind of school. It's not about the size of your school. It's about building the community within the group of people that you have in your school. Do not give up because you're a small school. Comments? Yeah, I mean, I agree 100% with you, Ray. I mean, it's not about how big or how small. It's, you know, we need to be there for our staff. We need to be there for our families. We need to be there for the children. We need to be there for everybody that's looking up to us to pull them through this and give them a little bit of that normalcy. You know, we as studios, you know, no matter what need to be there supporting other studios in the area or around the country or nation or whatever, this is our time to step up and support one another. And like you said, we'll, we're gonna come out better people uh, after this is over. And because um, I like to look on the bright side, I want to write something down, music rights, but because I want to look on the bright side, I want to say, look at all of this knowledge, techno technological knowledge that we're gaining because we must. And what ways will we be able to use this in the future? that will help our businesses in ways we've never even thought of. There are positive things if we look around. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, our studio is, I mean, how, how, what year is this? I keep losing 69th. track. 69th year. So like with my aunt, like if this had happened with her, what would she have done? Like I'm sitting here complaining, but I got it up for you. Okay. I, I got class going. So great. we're living in a time where at least if it's tough, there's opportunity for us to pull through yeah. this. And I mean, I just think back if it had been my aunt going through this, these options weren't available in this community and what we're doing right now to help each other, this conversation wouldn't have been so easy. So I guess we should just be grateful for that. I want to say something now back to you if we're going to get a little emotional here. I have been thinking all day about people like your aunt and my mother, okay, who had studios that now, you know, over a half a century ago were running. They would not have survived. And I'm thinking about those people who are so frightened and that's why I want us to do this because they need us. And, and listen, I want to say, because I think this is important because I've answered this question today too. I'm older and I don't know how to do Facebook and I don't know how to do virtual. This is what I say to you. Within your school community, whether that's your faculty, your staff, your assistant teachers, parents in your studio, you have all you need. You reach out. They will help you and you can pull this off. I'm, I'm saying that for all of the people out there that Anna are like Marie. my mother and Anne Marie. In, uh, in seven minutes, Anna Marie will be teaching her adult tap class. And for those that don't know, Anna Marie is 89 years old and will be 90 in May. And she is, <laughs> she, she's a little scared. She doesn't know what she's doing, um, but she's going to do it. So if she can do it, we can all do it. Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay, I, I see this coming up a lot and I'm getting a lot of question. Um, 
music rights. So this is what I want to say, because I, I am no legal expert in this area. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, they're probably going to mute you at times, but I would put the disclaimer on that says that you don't own the rights to the music and do everything that you can. And then I would say that it's time to start exploring some uh, cool percussion music and some other music that you could use for warm-ups and things that are not copyright or, or rights related. Uh, if you make videos, um, there's a lot of uh, royalty-free music out there. I think that I, I think that's something we can explore. But don't panic over that. Your kids can play the music or get a copy of the music. Don't let that stop you. And I know uh, with the Zoom, so like my teachers have been playing music all night and you can actually choose to record that. So the way I have it set it up, it's not real advantageous to me right now, but in theory, you can record your Zoom class and post that. Um, like through some of the, I know Jack for, uh, Jack Rabbit and I know Studio Director, they were all giving options to post to those different platforms and they would include your music and it wouldn't be muted out. So food for thought. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, thinking that over the next week or two, we're all going to learn a lot. Uh, but there should be nothing that is a roadblock for you. Go, 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 stand tall, be a leader, and um, two weeks at a time. Before we go, I'm going to ask you guys this quick question. What are any parents saying I want to leave? Uh, I'm pulling my child, anything like that so far? I haven't yet. We're in the middle of March. So I think um, it could be a difference when we, you know, hit April 1st. So, but right now, knock on wood, everybody's been very supportive and having some really good feedback. Awesome. Anybody else? Yeah, I agree with Melissa. You know, I think it's so early on right now where uh, right now we're getting a lot of parents appreciative of what we're doing. Um, we're going to see how far we get into April or if it extends beyond, you know, April. Uh, I think that's when we'll start getting some questions and we'll do the blocking and tackling when we get to that stage. My yeah. Is that if, it, if we get to an extended period of time, because we were talking about that, that it's all good right now, but how is it going to look if this does go longer than I'd like? Um, I feel like the only blessing to that is that families really might be looking for that sense of consistency and that thing they can count on. And so that might be the one place that helps us stay afloat. You know, we can mm -hmm. be that normalcy for them. At least that's my hope. And it's, I think too, it's the somewhat towards the end of the season, the kids have their costumes, they're in the midst of choreography. So I feel like, you know, knowing that there's only a couple months left versus if it was the beginning of the year, I think it, we're in a better situation being, mm. you know, approaching the end of a dance year to keep them that, you know, regardless if the recital is going to be at your venue, you will, those dancers will be in costume no matter where it is, we will make it happen. Whereas that's going to be a hard sell if it was in October. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
You know, that's a really good point, Melissa. Okay, uh, Tammy, you have any brilliant words of wisdom you'd like to add to that? And just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep relying on each other and trusting in each other. And so far the feedback has been great. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that continues. We actually had a couple of drops before this all happened. Um, but since we, we've been okay and I, it has been, it, it's been, a, I don't know how to word this correctly, but we're existing apart, but we're pulling together. Okay. So it's, um, it's added a new element to the family and I'm grateful for that part. Okay. I'm grateful for all of you guys. Thank you for making the time and sharing your uh, passion with other studio owners when they most need to hear from each other. Thanks for having this great group. Um, before I go, I'd like to say to our listeners, I believe, though don't hold me to it, we're going to try to do something on this page every night at 8 o'clock. Um, maybe live, maybe pre-taped, but we're going to stay with you through this. I'm passionate about dance education and I'm surrounded by people who are, and we're going to bring you as much information as we can. And we're all going to get through this together. Thank you guys. Once again, good luck, Thank everybody. You, you are you. not Thank alone. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks everyone. Thank you for joining us for Regold's Dance Life Podcast. Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 